Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Nathan Fox, that's Ben Olson. Together we're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. We got an email here from VW. Hey, just a short one since I'm really just on the outside looking in here. On almost all of the practice tests I'm taking, logical reasoning is proving to be the most challenging, mainly because it's hard for me to narrow it down to only one answer. Okay, that's tough. (laughs) Yeah, I gave you pause already there because that sounds like you're just doing logical reasoning all wrong in the first place. It's not really about narrowing it down to one answer. If you're doing it right, it's about attacking the argument and predicting the answer like at least half of the time. And then it's not like this, you know, how do I possibly eliminate these other answers that don't even I don't even understand Instead, you're like, well, wait a second. I know what the problem with that argument was. And if you want me to strengthen the argument, I'll tell you how to strengthen the argument. And then there's like one clear answer. Anyway. Yeah. VW continues on lower levels questions. Even there are some examples where the arguments give way too many answers. No, they they aren't. There aren't examples of that. You're just seeing that in your head. Um, Hmm. Logical reasoning used to be my strongest section, but it has shifted into my weakest. I was under the impression that the legal field isn't as black and white as these arguments make it seem. But they don't seem very black and white to you right now. You're coming up with multiple answers. (laughs) Yeah, now I'm totally confused because (laughs) if you think the argument gives way to many answers, then you just don't understand the argument or you don't understand the question that they're asking you about that argument, which is very likely I mean, if you don't understand the question, then of course, you know, you'll have any of these could be the answer really, or none of them can be the answer. Um, Hey, yeah. So, so sorry to cut you off, but his next question here reveals his problem, I think. And it's what you were already talking about. He says, or she says, are there any tips to pick between the two best answers? So I'm not somehow always picking the opposite. (laughs) This is a super common question mistake, right? People get a question wrong and they focus on the answer choices. Like what's wrong with this answer? What's right about this answer? And it's like, Hey, you need to go back all the way to the passage when you, this journey started because you started on the wrong path and that's where your problem is. But you think the problem is right where the, (laughs) the accident occurred, the accident occurred in the answers. So that's what you're investigating. The real problem was you got in the car with maybe a little too many drinks or something like that, right? <laughs> so it's a horrible analogy, but the the problem started back at the there, passage. Yeah, there aren't two best answers. There's one right answer and there's four conclusively wrong answers. It is yeah. black and white. It's more black and white than you think. The arguments themselves are far from black and white. The arguments are trying to conclude something black and white And their premises are black and white. Unfortunately, their premises don't really add up to their conclusion. And that's where we can debate these things. Yep. But the question itself is going to ask you a specific question. And there's going to be one answer that is specifically correct. There are going to be four answers that are definitely wrong. And it's just not as much about process of elimination. You seem to be wanting to do the whole test by process of elimination, but you're, you're doing it way the hard way. The other thing I want to say is that you're probably almost guaranteed falling uh, prey here to selection bias. You say, I always 
you know, pick between the two best answers, but then I pick the wrong one. You say that that always happens. You always pick the opposite. You definitely do not always pick the opposite. You're reviewing your mistakes and on your mistakes, there's going to be a lot of times where you narrowed it down to a 50 50 and guessed wrong. But you're not noticing all the times on the correct answers, uh, the questions that you got right, you you tend to think, oh, yeah, I knew that one. You're not even reviewing them, probably. Right. You're probably right? not even looking at it. So it's totally just selection bias. They're making you think that you always pick the opposite when you, in fact, don't. So two so two things going on there. If you do narrow it down to a 50-50, I mean, one of those answers is probably correct. And you're probably going to get it right more than half the time. But you're going to miss it half the time as well or close to half the time. And then, you know, it's just indicating that there's something about the test that you don't understand. Yeah. So really, you need to go back to the argument, really understand it, make sure you understand each claim in it and decide, hey, does the evidence in this argument prove the conclusion? Yeah, it rarely does. And you have to figure out why the conclusion is not necessarily true, even if it's likely to be true. Yeah. Well, you know, we've got a whole new class, um, VW. If you do decide to sign up for Demon Live, uh, check out our class with Kevin called Guilty or Not Guilty. I mean, basically, that's what the purpose of that class is, is, hey, let's get better at attacking these arguments. Is there an argument there? OK, if the argument if there is an argument there, does it actually, you know, convict this person that it's trying to convict yeah. or can we get out of it somehow? And uh, it's critical that you develop that skill. Sounds like you're just starting out kind of um, welcome. Thank you for your question. You you'll ideally, you know, you're going to find out one of these days how easy the test actually is. And Ben and I will be giving you high fives going. Awesome. You got there. It really was this easy the whole time. Um, sorry you were struggling, but now you just see how you can make sense of it. Yeah. VW continues. Thank you so much. Demon has proven to be a lot more influential to studying than through other means. And I anticipate getting the live version now. <laughs> okay. So maybe already a live subscriber. Thank you, uh, VW. And I'm, I'm sure we can help you a lot. Step one is you really got to like develop an understanding of, um, what the game actually is on logical reasoning. Yeah. Like there are premises, there's a conclusion. The premises probably don't add up to the conclusion. And we got to talk about that before we get confused with the question and all the answer choices. You got to, yep. you got to slow down and really get better at attacking those arguments on LR. Email daily at lsatdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening. 